5P Podcast. I'm your host, Michael J. Penny. On this episode of 5P Podcast, we're kicking a briefing on these midterm elections coming up. Uh, You know, voting in these midterms is extraordinarily important, I believe even more so than uh, really any other time in history, if I could be so arrogant to say that. Uh, Many presidential election voters pass on the midterm elections. Uh, These midterms, very special. Uh, It is a time to secure some of these middle stage, you know, movements, some of these different initiatives that we're looking to get done and have started getting done over the past two years and would like to continue to get done. Uh, We have a chance to rewrite the ship that is America to an extent. Okay, so you know, we've been thrown into this past couple of years of controversy and so on and so forth. The media likes to pontificate in a lot of different ways. I mean, I think that we pay way too much credence to what journalists say and not enough to what congressmen say. So I'm one of those people who sits firmly on the conservative side of the House, has nothing to do with any regard to politics. I just believe that the government is too big and I want to see it smaller. I want to see slashes in a lot of different ways, and that doesn't necessarily mean ruining lives for Americans. It means improving lives for your average, everyday American. If there is an average American, uh, the whole idea is relieve the stressors and worries that are imposed by government in order to then allow us to be able to grow and flourish in a lot of different ways that we never even thought possible. It does not take a governing body Uh, their initiative, it does not take the initiative of a lawmaker assembly to go off and do right by your individual state or by your local community. It doesn't take that. It takes the initiative of the people who live there. It's based on the community of people that you live in and around and who you want to help. The majority of people that I talk with when I'm driving across the nation, I've been everywhere except for Hawaii. At some point in time, I'll get out there. Uh, But a lot of people, they don't really see the bias that you would otherwise believe uh, if all you did was spend your time on social media or or on the news. If you're actually engaging with a lot of these different people and talking with folks, uh, just wherever, I mean, go out and actually have a conversation with people. You know, that's one of the reasons why I I love living where I live. Uh, here just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, is I love the people. I really honestly do. I can walk down the street and wave at folks, and they wave back, and hey, how's it going? And everybody says good morning, good afternoon. I love walking to and from school with my son and waving hi to everybody and engaging with all of the different folks that are out here. I mean, it's great. I finally found my spot. You know, me personally having moved 20 times uh, in my adult life, just bouncing all over the place in the military. So I've been seeking a lot of those organizations with family values at the core. Uh, I've been looking for policymakers with strong moral integrity. You know, I mean, in all actuality, if you're if you're a rich lawmaker, you're probably corrupt. I think that's the easiest way to put it. Go ahead and research how much a lawmaker actually makes in salary. 
it's really not that much money uh, in comparison. The juice is not worth the squeeze. I think a lot of people view it as, well, that's where all the power is. Well, okay, sure. I mean, you have an assembled body that have the ability to make our lives worse, I guess you could say. Yet another reason why I stand firmly on the conservative side. Whichever side that is, the conservative side, whichever side wants to do less overlordship uh, by governmental means. I say governmental because it's crazy that we should even think that somebody else has our... Are you know? I never honestly think that somebody else has my best interests in mind. I have my own best interests. You have your own best interests. You know what I'm saying here is the core belief of the American values that we all share is shrink the government's influence on us as a citizenry, shrink the government's influence on us in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the fact that you think in your mind, is it legal to do that before you actually do it? That's your morality. That's your conscious, right? Whether or not you have the tools, knowledge, attitude, right? Or responsible individual. And I get it. There are a lot of other folks that are out there who just aren't. Uh, I'm one of those people where, uh, you know, there are certain rules and regulations that we all adhere to, to a certain extent as a society in order to maintain a security posture as a society. It is something to maintain a security posture as a society, as a community. It's not saying, okay, we're just going to bend over, you know, bend, bend our will to the, to the government. The reason why we have inside of our community, our sense of order is because we're constantly vigilant for what is out of place and what is out of order. And that gets removed, right? What is out of place and what is out of order and what goes against our boundaries as a community. And there are forces that actively work in order to degrade our community and degrade our societies. We have a giant opioid addiction, right? That has just ravaged its way across America. You know, but there are other things that we're doing as small small business free market enterprise types looking at second stage growth inside of communities especially in rural communities let's say agricultural ancillary community you know so you're doing the distribution the manufacturing and so on and so forth you're putting those verticals inside of a rural community in order to maintain uh, the cohesiveness of those businesses to the community so that they are not just headquartered there in name only. They actually provide services. They make something. They do something there in the community, and it brings jobs, right? So we're focused on growing those second-stage small businesses. And the mission overall, uh, especially on this episode, is engage with your local community to vote for conservative outsiders, right? Folks who believe that the government is... Uh, playing uh, a different role than what our founders originally uh, developed with the Constitution and the founding documents of our nation. And I say that because we're seeing the value in conservative outsiders. And again, I 
don't really care which party you vote for. I just hope that it's for conserving the size of the government and that they value, me personally, I value small business, especially skilled labor, agriculture, land development, commercial real estate development, reinvigorating the economy in rural communities that were hit hard over the past decade. Uh, and I see it. I see it all around North Carolina where I live. I travel the state as often as I possibly can. I engage with a variety of different folks, uh, a number of different lawmakers to come on out to their different areas and see what we can do, Five Paragraph as a business development firm, in order to help out in those areas. But it, it really boils down to it. change begins with coming together uh, as fresh minds, uh, electing individuals who are ready to serve, ready to lead. And the idea, the intention is servant leadership. When we lead through servant leadership, uh, we are helping the people that are actually guiding the mission for forward. Okay, so we're all together in this organization. We're all together in the boat. Servant leadership is making sure that everybody has everything. You know, okay, it's not only being the captain of the boat, but it's going around and making, it, making sure everybody's got chow and water and everybody has clean conditions to work in and so on and so forth. Great leaders focus on the people, then the places, and the things that will help them accomplish the mission. It's getting the good people, the great people around them. It's providing them with the space and the ability to be able to work, and then giving the things that are necessary in order to accomplish that mission. Now, we're engaging a lot of different business leaders uh, at organized events such as town halls, VFW meetings, American Legion halls, business clubs. And I bring up some of the veteran stuff because I'm a veteran. A lot of our team members are veterans. And we are focused on... Uh, aligning with other veterans in order to work outside of that veteran sphere, in order to take our skills, knowledge, attitude, and bring it outward, in order to help our fellow patriots who didn't happen to serve in the military. Uh, so we really enjoy engaging with business leaders who understand that lockstep discipline that we provide, but also the critical thinking analysis. Uh, the scope of responsibility is extraordinarily small, but it's extraordinarily important you need to have worthy, qualified individuals who can carry forward that guide on in the name of your overall organization, and you're happy and comfortable with them doing so, right? So military veterans, uh, we are we're great at that, especially the initiative and in the in the positive change focused uh, military veterans that are out there. We work with small businesses, which are the heart of America growing through that second stage growth in order to compete across state lines, in order to compete on an international scale. We are working with second stage growth companies to build strong management teams. We work using the five paragraph business plan and the 5P management method in order to achieve that goal. Okay, so we're not in there doing team building exercises and all of that other stuff. Employing this methodology is the team building exercise. We teach to the book. We train with hard copy, handwritten notes. If we can learn this in a fighting position, off in the middle of nowhere, then you can definitely learn it in 
a classroom environment, a boardroom environment, uh, without any other additional AV equipment or anything else like that. I walk in with a dry erase board, uh, a black pen, a red pen, and I train to the book. And I do it that way so that you can immediately practically apply that skill set. Okay, so I I like bringing that uh, to the focus as far as how can we get together and conduct a vision moving forward with a bias toward action? Well, let's use five paragraph business plan. You know, that's what I can bring as far as adding value to this overall fight. And I like sharing that with you folks that are out there. Uh, the desired end state here is build a growing community of business leaders who, at the core, believe conserving the nature and size of the government uh, to a smaller scale is better for the nation uh, in order to remove obstacles uh, for future economic growth. The government can only impede our growth. That's it. Uh, government programs do not help us move forward. They really do not. They are just putting band-aids on things. There's nothing innovative about it. They're rarely sustainable. Uh, there's great endowments that are out there and all sorts of different stuff like that. But if you're going to be honest, it takes uh, a lot of folks who are working in their own unique strength bases and are given the room and the opportunity to have that room uh, to flourish and innovate. That's how we're going to get that positive, effective change. Uh, we see it all the time. We see socially conscious investors who have kept us going through the past decade. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this economic growth is going to look like post-midterm election. I honestly believe that it's going to be a fantastic outcome. I really do. In my heart of hearts, I believe that conservative Americans who came out and elected Trump are waiting in the wings. Uh, a lot of the folks that voted uh, toward the other side might have, uh, let's say, left the country in some way, shape, or form. Uh, we're going to see true Americans out at the Pope or out at the uh, out at the uh, ballot box poking it to those folks who believe that they can actually uh, provide us with a poll or some sort of uh, instrumental data that is going to tell us how we're going to vote. Uh, they said that Trump would never be elected president. They were 100% entirely wrong. I believe a, there were a lot of us who doubted it. I think that President Trump himself even doubted it. Uh, I, my, I, I myself could not believe it. Um, and I'm one of those people where I'm a trust but verify kind of a guy. So I've been paying close attention to what's been going on, not just from the executive branch, but what's been happening in the legislature. Uh, there are so many lawmakers that are not going for re-election this year. That should tell you something. There is a lot happening behind the scenes uh, with lawmakers who are corrupted, with the Department of Justice that was corrupted, with the FBI, with the intelligence services that were corrupted, Draining the swamp means ripping the establishment filth out of our nation's capital so that outsiders, folks who didn't belong there because we didn't go to, I, I guess, the right schools or belong to the right clubs up the way, real Americans 
are going to be going to Washington and they will be the lawmakers who are rewriting the ship come November, December, January time frame into 2019 and beyond. So I invite all of you uh, who are interested to get in touch with us at fiveparagraph.com. Plan, coordinate. How can you help small business development, economic development? How can you get out that conservative vote that would not have otherwise gone out for the midterm election? Get in touch with us. Call us at fiveparagraph.com. I'd love to get in touch with you guys. Contact us whenever you can. Uh, it's 919-827-0898, and I look forward to seeing you on the next 5P podcast. Till then, take care and be well.